Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And cousin Max. Hey. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. It's been a while. It has been. It's been too long. This is episode 101. And we are waiting with bated breath as Ian opens beer number one. Again. <laughs> right. He opened it by dropping it uh, on the floor earlier. And uh, Words, words, words. I know. Semantics. It was not my fault that it fell. Somebody put it in a faulty bag. That's because it was a bag inside of a bag. I didn't a bag realize. A bag. Oh, it's like Inception bag. Bagception. So. Bag. No bag. Now I'm just thinking of noises off. This is a very special beer for me. This was the, I received it in the mail from Victory for free because I am now a member of the press. Hey, Victory. Thanks for the free beer. You so. could have sent two bottles, but. And he's not being facetious. I showed him the box it showed up in. Like it was there enormous. Was, it there could have been, been like a, a case. case. Yeah. So I Speaking was, of which, I also received some beer in the mail, which isn't that illegal? I think in Pennsylvania it is. Who sent you beer? I don't know. I know I'm not going to tell a name if it's illegal. Oh. They've been uh, loosening restrictions on that from what I've heard. Also, more importantly, we need a podcast about it soon. We're going to have a delirium day. Day oh, of delirium. That sounds fantastic. We're going to do the Tremens, the Noel, the... Other one? The red and the, the deliria. Wow. Which is the one that I got sent. So we should eat like a really big breakfast from, that day. From an anonymous source. From an anonymous source. On the West Coast. On the West Coast. Which I will say, since that time, I have seen it once uh, on the East Coast here. So it's not impossible to get, but everywhere I've gone, I've not seen it in bottles anywhere. And most people are like, I haven't even heard of it. So. I, I'm I anxious, like the sound of it already. I'm anxious to read up and learn a little bit more. I had it at um, Federal Tap House, actually. Oh, nice. When we took Justice out. And I was not sad. It was really nice. That sounds fantastic. It's brewed entirely by women brewers. Oh. Hence the deliria. So we should all wear dresses? I'll do it. drink it? I'll, I'll do it. I'll wear something strappy and sleeveless. This one was smells candied. Hello. I can't imagine your hairy self in something strapless and sleeveless. Oh, there would be so much hair. <laughs> Especially if it was the two of us. Mm. He means you, Max, right? Not me? I, yeah. <laughs> Here's hoping. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in that. Uh, this smells really nice, actually. So, so yes, this... this is Victory's Moving Parts Series 2, batch number 2, the ever-evolving IPA. Uh, and basically, through some quick research that we just did... Um, this is only funny to me because I wrote an article about it before I tasted it. So interesting. I did I did learn a little bit about the tweaking process and how it starts as the same base. How much do you know about tweaking? <laughs> I think that's twerking. Um, so for their second batch, they used all English hops and English yeats, yeast, excuse me. You can tell. Uh, to create an intensely herbal hop aroma with a hint of cut apples followed by a mildly sweet, slightly bitter, and dry finish. Sweet, you call uh, it. So they're kind of going back to the, I guess, This is a very, English very, IPA version. very English IPA. That's funny. Hmm. I feel like it's an... A modern English IPA, though. It's definitely not American. Because it's not like those... There's a lot going on here, actually. The finish is... I do get really that tea aspect me. to it, though, actually. Like um, like a black... Yeah. Like a dry black tea. The tea is... The tea, and I'm getting like a... Like a, like a crystallized... Uh, some kind of sweetened... Not sugar, not saccharin, but... Like a, like a praline yeah. or something. It's almost like a candied tea. That's really quite interesting. Praline. There are not enough pralines in my life. That you should go to Savannah. Nice. It's like the home of pralines. We can drive through there on our way to Florida. Can we? 
More or less. We get within like four miles of Savannah. Yeah, it's relatively on 95. Could we just like take a day? <laughs> just blew your mind. Maybe on the way back? Maybe we could leave a day early? I don't know. We probably can't take a day on the way down because we have... I know. She's with us. I thought she was flying in. Interesting. Interesting. It's a beautiful city. Oh my god. I love it. You're I'm really keen on the pralines. Ladies and gentlemen. I didn't even have one while I was there. To fill you in on all of the, the, the very random... A brainstorming that just happened? Yeah. I'm not sure what... I was what... talking out loud. That's what you call it. I, I was trying to be, you know, positive spin and all of that. Uh, our next episode, and perhaps two... If we'll we be dashing rogue on the road! We're taking a road a trip to Florida. Dashing road? Yes, it's happening. Rogue on the road. Rogue on the road. Rogue on the road. So Beep. we are very excited to see what we can dig up along the way to drink for you and tell stories for you and i mean savannah has like the best saint patty's day parade in america you know what i should according do. to we're, legend we're going there in november How no but i mean that it's beer it's saint patty's day <laughs> they've got to have good beer there too i have an uncle right off of 95 in north carolina that has been brewing his own beer for the last nine years does now. it have an xxx on the bottom it doesn't could i but it's actually <laughs> pretty fantastic could you where North Carolina? Yeah, it's in Benson, North Carolina. What time will we be getting to North Carolina? It's about six, seven 10 hours. Ten a.m. or so on Sunday morning. How do we feel about stopping there? Can you set that up? I could call him. You guys could exchange info and see if you wanted to swing by, sample some of uh, decide, the stuff that he's been working on. Decide based on our sleeping selves if we're feeling thirsty, we can stop. And I'm if always we... feeling thirsty. Because the interesting part about it is, from from what I know about Benson, is it's a dry town. And he, from moving from up the uh, the Jersey Philly area, was not pleased. With was that. not pleased with that at all. So what he did was started growing his own hops and Jeez. making his own beer. Why not? And now we were down like, there. Is we it legal to do that? As far as I know, it's legal to do it. He's not selling it, right? Um, I don't right. think he's selling it. Yeah. Um, and it's for think, right because Dry County is it's not that you can't drink, you just can't sell it. There. Right. It's it's for his own consumption. And uh, we were down there a couple years back for a family reunion. I was actually blown away. The was, nose on this is so caramel, and maybe it's so Maxwell. You will appreciate this. For one of our beer dinners a couple days ago, we made. There's like a little citrus hint under it, though, like a lemon. Bourbon, what in this? Yeah, there is. Bourbon caramel sauce. It was delicious. I heard. I just wanted heavy to on the bourbon. Bathe in it, I think. Um, that wouldn't have really gotten the job done as far as. Bathing there was some leftover. <laughs> Also, maybe our tip would have been really good if I bathed in the bourbon, but it was. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say, well done, Victory. I like it. This is nice. This it's... is definitely one of the better beers of theirs I've ever had. I don't know that if I picked in a lineup that I would say, oh, this is an IPA. Like, it, maybe because it's English style, and nowadays, like, well, and we're so used to the aggressively hopped and like very Americanized IPAs. This is like we a don't session. Drink a lot of... This this drinks like a session. What we say it was six, six four? four, which is fairly. We were actually. It'd be a potent session ale. Yeah. Um, but that's what that's what this handles like. Um, what is Founders All Day IPA? Do you know by chance? Four eight. Okay. I'm guessing I make that up, but I think it's not far off. I just I met a gentleman the other day who wanted to talk beer so hard, and he had just he had just had his aha, and he's like, his I actually really like the Founders All Day. Is to drink. He's like a six pack of that, and I can do it all day on a Saturday, and I don't feel guilty and. See, and for me, I'd rather have three torpedoes or... I told him torpedo would be enjoyable. Nice. Um, I'm still stuck on the Lagunitas Maximus. Yeah. That's great. my that's my go-to. I want a beer or two. Can we serve that at your wedding? 
Like I'd be okay with that. Could we make like a signature girly cocktail called the Alex and then no, or the beer call is it... called the Maximus? Aleximus? No. I want to call I want to make a drink. As long as it's not lemonade. <laughs> we should come up. I always want to come up with a recipe for Sailor Jerry versus the Kraken. And just have two spice rums and just, a cocktail. Just nix the Whoa. butter shots this time. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh. Bad life choices um, happen before and after podcasts, folks. So this morning I was chatting via text message with the beer mistress over here. And I was talking about the beer I had last night. Um, who I've actually forgotten who made it. It was the... Port. Port Brewing. Port Brewing. Yes, it was Port. Uh, Port Brewing's Older Viscosity, uh, in which they take a stout and they age it in bourbon barrels for six months, I believe. It was either four or six. Um... And it was heavenly and divine and really quite nice. With an emphasis on viscosity. Yes. Was it really thick? It, it looked a, like oil. Yeah, it was a pitch black, basically. Um, like more, was oil ounce bottle. more oil than 1050? More oil than 1050. And it was 12%. And I texted her and I was like, I, I don't really find 12% to be outrageously high anymore as far as an ABV goes. And like, I recognize it's a strong beer. I'm not going to be like, oh, I could drink five of these. I mean, I might be able to, but I probably wouldn't be any fun to be around. I'd probably fall asleep <laughs> at some point. Um, he but, knows his limitations. Like, I remember a time where, you know, most of the ABVs were 6% on the menu, and if something was 9, it was like, oh, wow, that's a that's a strong beer. And now they're mostly 9, and if something's 12, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, that's pretty strong. Once it hits double digits, it starts getting, okay, yeah. now I'm looking. Now I better have or two waters in between each one. The... Uh, the Avery Pumpkin, that's the only one that made me sit up recently and be like, what? It was 17.6% ABV. That was like that brew dog. Imperial Porter, yeah. It was nice. It was really nice. It was, it was boozy. And that was aged uh, in what bourbon was, barrels What well. was the brew dog? Oh, wow. 32 Decem- or something. Yeah. yeah. It was ludicrous. Expensive. <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> so 17.6. And we had that, that Hebrew one up at yes. uh, Bull's Head one time. I think that was like 19. Jubilation. Hebrew. Yep. We had it on the podcast, too. I don't think it was the same one. Oh. Um, but it was also really high. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both high. Yeah. Because I guess when the Hebrews brew, they like to brew through and through. They, yeah, that was... <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't let it go. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> Max, you should maybe hit me. <laughs> but, um... No, I mean, like, getting back to uh, this victory here, um, I like this. It's, uh, who doesn't like heavy-hitting beers? Who doesn't like big, bold flavors? And, like, they're, they're, a, lot a lot of times of the ABVs are attached to that. Even your dad, I was talking to him today. But he was like, I don't need beer that tastes He drinks pills. He's like, I want beer that tastes like beer. And I'm like, eh. No, he wants beer that tastes like water. That's I'm pretty sure that no one would drink beer if beer tasted like beer. This is really nice. You either want your beer to taste like water or you want your beer to taste good. This is a nice in-between. In my opinion, it's well, it's and light I think a lot enough. Well, I that tea aspect. It, it is. The this is one of those drying... deceptive. I'm not really drinking beer today. I'm just drinking some herbal constant whatever. Comment. The 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 Twining's tea constant comment. It's, sure. Um, it's I like don't know tea as well tea. as I know beer. Yeah. It's like a black tea with a very citrus. I keep picking up like orange pith on the exhale of this, and I'm wondering if that's like that would make. Maybe sense. they just steeped it in that. <laughs> Just threw a bunch of constant it's, whatever <laughs> tea bags, <laughs> yeah. tea bags, in with the mash. So I was just that would reading. be interesting actually because it's boiling hot. Yeah. What if you just threw tea in? Sounds I mean, delicious. I'm sure somebody's done that. 
Uh, well, tea I've beer. had green tea stout before. Sean Valentine's episode, we right. did that. Um, Which is weird because green tea is already such a mild flavor. Like, I would rather like Earl Grey that's IPA. That's so exciting. Oh, to me. we should do that with another infusion. We should. We need to do another infusion podcast. We you know what's not? We gotta make our. You know what's not a mild flavor? Without being on the podcast. Too. I don't understand. <laughs> Talking about green tea stouts and green tea being a mild flavor. Do you know what's not a mild flavor? Coconut. What a very subtle. I believe coconuts a lot like um, uh, like berries though, where you really need a lot for it to come through. So make it a lot. Okay, I'm not I disagreeing. Mean, no, yeah, no, I agree with you in that. Um, I would say more like bananas. I okay. was well, just... no, because banana, like banana bread, is very banana-y. What was the last good banana beer you've had? The Wells. And banana was bread. it banana bread? Yeah. And was it banana-y? Yeah, that's a word. Actually, like Mary runs, Monks also yeah. has a great have we banana found a, flavor. Have we found a coconut beer that's actually... Uh, fantastic. <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> you just walked into that. I was going to say that tastes like coconut. Oh. Or beer. I thought one or the First other. Amendment did one. Didn't... Uh... They do Hell or High Watermelon. Yeah, I don't which like that not very one. good. It's not. It's, it. it's Their other stuff is much better. I thought it was a cop-out because I really do like, uh, I really do like a lot of their stuff. Uh, that and I've, and the, the problem with it, I have my, I have the same problem with 21st Amendment that I do with Allagash right now, actually. You have a problem with Allagash? So many places Get you'll go out. to. For years, I would go in, I was like, Allagash, no, don't like it. You know why? Because the most prolific Allagash is the white. I had one the other night. Beer. It was delicious. I don't it's like also the white. their flagship beer. I don't it's the like the first white. one that they made. And I didn't even know that Allagash made other beers up until a couple years ago. Hugh Malone's on tap at Tria right now. I know. I was going to get it last night, but I thought my brother did, and I didn't want to double I down I was going to get it, but I... Th- I, I haven't had, had Hugh it. on their, draft Their list forever. is awesome right now. You're not helping. Their list is exceptional right now. I have now. nothing to do till 11 o'clock. 12th Street. I like it better than 18th right now. 12th Street's wow. the place to be. I gotta say, as much as the tap room is beer oriented, they got a lot of weird and cool stuff in, but none of it's like, none of it blows me away with like, oh, I have to have this beer. Now, they had the Avery Pumpkin, which I had to have, and they had that other bourbon barrel aged stout uh, from the summer. Um, the one where you went and met the brewer? Yeah. Okay. Can I, can I go back a little bit to your dad? Certainly. Um, so I was reading on the train up. And I learned a lot about judging beer. There was a whole chapter in the the book that I'm reading right now. Um, judging like as a competition, or judging like. Well, the nice sassy part about finger. the chapter, uh, not not sassy finger. Okay. The chapter actually goes through different types one. of beer competitions and beer judging that you can do. Um, and I thought it was very relatable because they took it from everything from like some of the stuff that you and I with the Dashing Rogue do. You know, here is a room with 20 people in it and you're helping them understand the beer that they're drinking. Which they said in this case, always encourage people to get up in front of the room and describe the beer. Because they're usually terrified, but it's amazing what they come up with when they're just talking and relating to the beer. It's almost like one of those ink blot tests. Yes. It's like, what's the first thing that you see? Right. What's the first thing that you taste? You're well, it's like wine tasting. Wrong. It's like, you can't be wrong. It's, it's yeah. what you're tasting. Right. And, you know, unless... And sometimes there's more prominent flavors. Mayonnaise or something like, or like chicken. Sometimes there's more prominent flavors that more people will notice. But there's also all those subtle undertones well, there's also a myriad of, of a lot of people might buds, not notice. And, like, there's certain flavors that, you know, 
might be very present to somebody because their taste buds are situated in such a way. It's why you and I like different beers. We right. like some of the same beers. You know, you get something out of them, I get something different out of them. and. So part of that was then, and I know we discussed this with Cicerone training and everything, but identifying off flavors. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, do you want to know what skunked beer tastes like? Go get a Corona or a Heineken, leave it in the light for a few minutes, Boom, skunk. For a few minutes? Yes. That's all like it takes. They made it sound like it was like a 10 to 15 minute thing. Wow. Um, but then apparently some of the mass market American breweries, even though they use clear bottles sometimes, have actually like synthesized their hops so that they have removed the oil that makes beer skunk. So Weird. it can't skunk. So when it tastes awful, it just tastes awful on its own. Like, that's what the that's recipe for the tastes. beer is. Yes. Well, and that's the comment that, like, when we were first, many, many episodes ago, when we first talked about skunk beer, is, like, it's almost supposed to taste that way. Like, if you think Heineken doesn't know that their green bottles let in more UV rays, then you're, you're batty, because they do, and they could change their bottle if they wanted to keep those UV rays out, but those UV rays are what makes their beer taste the way it does, and that's how they want their beer to taste. Which is amazing, because on the best of the worst, they did not score so well. Ooh, so... Um, I never really did get into Heineken too much. That was like, I feel like that was everybody's first import. It was my first beer, period, and it was traumatic. I think my first beer was probably lager. But it's the same concept, same bottle. Right. Um, well, not so much. The Yangling bottles are... Uh, they're slightly darker? They're, they're the, the brown bottle. The or beer is darker. Kelly Green, they're not brown. Are they? No, no, I'm thinking about the uh, Chesterfield. You one today. Not the Chesterfield. <laughs> what no am I thinking Chesterfield. about? Uh, black and tan. Yeah, maybe that's it. I, it's been a long time since I've, like, other than today that I've had a, uh, a Yingling lager. So, yeah, I drank a Rolling Rock today. That was an event. Peanuts. It was weird. I'm not sure how I'm, I'm processing Rolling Rock tastes this. like crushed up peanut shells. It was weird. Wow, that's darker than I was That's expecting. the number one way to describe Rolling Rock. Where were you and why did you? And at this luncheon. I was at a luncheon that had... I'm not ready. Oh I'm baby tomatoing over here. I was at a luncheon that was a lovely uh, event a for what it was. I did have a flask. I felt kind of bad pulling it out, though. We why? And it was good because we had just enough when I got back that we could all have a nice bit with dinner. We did. Catch Who, who'd have thought that... Uh, that bourbon and Indian went so well together. Um, so I find that bourbon goes really well with spicy foods. It, um, it tickled all of my, my taste buds. But I mean, really good. India isn't known for its bourbon no, production. It's known more for its that IPA. bottle is bigger than it looks. I'm very yeah. pleased with the size. Uh, of the, yeah, actually is pretty much the same size pour as, as, uh, yeah. the, as the much larger looking. I wonder if it's not the same ounceage. This is significantly this darker. Is 6.1. This also looks highly carbonated. So this is Free Will Brewing Company. They're Blood and Guts Sour Ale. It's uh, brewed with cherries. Six I one. smell that. Uh, that's about all I know about it. Uh, we've had Free Will on here before. Yes. I don't remember what. I saw that movie. <laughs> that was Free Willy. Oh, about the killer whale. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny? a chainsaw oh, instead of a They fin. should make like a parody of that where... It's like Free Willy, but he's actually on trial for killing somebody. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's actually not a whale at all. It's no, actually a guy it's in a prison. Guy. Like a big fat guy. So there are... Or like a casino whale. 
like a guy that gambles a lot at a casino, uh, and he, maybe he killed either his wife or or. Maybe, why are you giving away all your million dollar ideas on the podcast? I don't know, this is gonna be a good movie though. <laughs> this is gonna, gonna be, be this is gonna be coming out into Hollywood within six months. Yeah, right. Ian will get no royalties. No, of course not. Although I could probably sue and get a nice settlement. It is being recorded right here. It's being recorded, and it will be posted with a date. So this beer is on the podcast for two reasons. Number one, I knew Cousin Max was going to be our guest today. Is this our Halloween beer? It is. That's reason number two. Okay. Because Ian said we did not acknowledge fall whatsoever. Guys, it's November (laughs) 5th. Ooh. Gunpowder treason. And plot. Yeah, my whole Facebook. I was like, you know all my friends are actors when I had 20 people with that I just watched that movie, too. Sure did. I was there. It was delightful, actually. I'm trying to think of what this tastes like. Blood and guts? I hope it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little. Is it sour? It smells... It smells way more sour than it actually is. Just pouring it, I was like, oh, hello. Yeah, the smell on it is like... I think the reason Max said it's very carbonated... big, like, like bordering on uh, fermenting cherries. Yeah. But, um... There's actually, like, whole layers of bubbles that cling to the glass yeah that's the first thing that i noticed that it looked very carbonated it doesn't taste very carbonated pepsi or something into your glass weird pepsi gross (laughs) your face was so unhappy (laughs) there's a video online of a little kid like a baby who's got a big lemon wedge and he licks it and his face goes all and then he goes back and licks it again and his face goes all and he just keeps doing it apparently when i was a kid i loved to eat lemons and the pediatrician made my mother stop feeding me lemons because it's not good for young teeth no i was gonna say it's probably for the teeth mm-hmm. i saw a great ad for pepsi the other day it was uh if um if corporations had to have like more understandable logos and it was pepsi is pepsi okay <laughs> yes pretty much oh, sums I saw it that. up yeah. yeah, I'll take uh, the pizza and uh, two Cokes. Uh, we have Pepsi. Is Pepsi okay? Just everywhere you call. Yeah. I like Pepsi better. Nobody ever requests it's Pepsi. really? Gross. I don't... It's weird. You're in the minority. That's How's the story feel? of my life, Ian. I'm just... I'm embracing This very it. much reminds me of something. Um, not your story. <laughs> He's completely disregarding yeah. your story. <laughs> yeah. Actually, story I don't even life. know what this is that reminds him of whatever he's going on about. It's something food-oriented and, like, smoky or meaty. So maybe it is a little blood and guts. Why do they call it that? What's in this? There's, like, no description at all on this thing. I agree. I'm getting... to eliminate. I'm getting a smoke. Like a beef jerky. Yeah, instead of meat pie, they went with blood and guts beer. I don't know. I'm almost getting, like, a beef jerky on the the finish. It's got to be like... But it's not smoke like it's not salty smoky it's just hmm. i don't dislike it i was just apparently when i put it it's very strange yeah i'm really trying to i'm really trying to <clears throat> i don't know the last time i had a beer that looked this much like soda like, it's it almost like, like a bacon coke. smoke it's like clinging to my mouth a little bit I like i like bacon i know but i think it's that cherry but it's cherry done in a weird way. This is not at all what I was expecting. A color, B taste, C carbonation. Yeah, the head's totally gone, but it's still pretty carbonated. Hmm. This is very strange. We've got some really strange beers here today. This is great. 101. We're kicking off the, the new centennial with something. Mm. <laughs> I'm really trying to place what this flavor is. 
It really kind of clings to the mouth. <laughs> it stings the nostrils. <laughs> hmm. So it's it's tart, but it's not overwhelming. It's not lemon tart. I'm getting just as much smoke as I am sour. And it's not like an upfront, like roasty smoke either. It's like a very subdued, like food smoke. Like you put, like on Iron Chef when they put the smoker on top of the food and get it. You don't watch Iron Chef. No, I mean like um, (laughs) the look you gave me was epic. No, I'm just thinking more like like you know, like I said, bacon or like smoked fish, or I'm getting that kind of smoke. Smoked fish? I don't like that. No. Well, not the fish, that's but just I'm either. I'm just trying to describe the difference between just like 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 wood smoke and food smoke. I actually was in my attic today, and I thought that there was a stranger in my house because it smelled like someone was smoking, and it was a little terrifying. And then I walked around until I found like the crack in the door on the main floor where I went outside, and because I lived in the country, someone was like burning leaves. But it was. And then I turned around and there was a man there. <laughs> There's, by the way, a very, very big, distinct difference between the smell of tobacco well, smoke. Well, no, and that's what surprised me. Other leaf kind of smoke. Your burning. Well, that's true. Because I knew that it, that's a really good point, actually. Because I knew I was like, well, it's I smell smoke, and it's not cigar. I know cigars very well. It's not my fireplace because I know what the wood smells like in the fireplace. And so I'm like, this is so creepy. It has to be a human. I wasn't there wrong. has to be a person burning in my house. <laughs> a human. No, that would be hair. Smell of hair. How did you accidentally burn hair on your legs? It's a long story. It's interesting. Oh. How how well is Free Will's Blood and Guts rated on Rated as an 87 on Beer Advocate, 6.1%. It's from Pennsylvania, which I didn't remember. They say there's notes of chocolate it says, malt. It says Percassi PA right on the logo. Oh, well, I didn't. I just, I didn't read the logo. I just, you know, I'm not getting any chocolate. Me either. Or malt out of this at all. Somebody commented that it has an odd tomato thing going on. Um, I don't know that I agree with. I wouldn't disagree. I agree with the odd. Maybe it's part that acidy it. tomato Acidic. aspect. That would make sense. Yeah, you can use the real word if you want. I'm going to remind you of that next time I make up a word, which will be about five minutes from now. No, I mean, I this... mock you mercilessly. Anybody? Anybody have anything else about the actual what we're drinking? Or is there actual body parts in this? I'm, so this is Which gonna, is why it tastes so foreign. This is going to be very specific, and this is why I guess you should get beer newbies to talk about what they're tasting. For the tomato, and I know that you guys probably don't have a lot of gardens, but I was... I grew some tomatoes this year if anything you're totally an amish farmer then get that tax right off <laughs> i mean i had one tomato plant and one jalapeno plant that was my garden but anyway it's like fallout the make a, some jalapeno the exhale on this reminds me of so the, like one on a stick the earthiness that i get when i'm eating a fresh tomato that i just like plucked out of my backyard like without washing it that's gross that's oh. a little dirty shin <laughs> You know, when you live in the city, we uh, we have culture. Okay. They have a beer called Chasing the Dragon. <laughs> what style is that? I don't know. It went by already. You're the master of details, McCafferty. I sure am. This is really going to bother me. Which part? The smell and the taste of this are very, very familiar, and I just can't place it. Last time that happened to me, the answer was not... A, well, I wasn't drinking a beer. I, don't, I was eating something, and the answer was... The it's an aggressively strawberry, hopped IPA. 
if you're interested, Chasing the Dragon. 10.3? Wow. It's quite an aggressive IPA. Strawberry chapstick Holy that I ate what? in middle school. <laughs> Your stories are no longer important. You were eating chapstick in middle school. They have an imperial IPA called Safe Word. Oh, I like with it. mangoes and habanero. Oh, yes. That's like an infusion dream come true. Can we? I think we should just do a free will day. I, I would love that. I believe that the, um, we should go to the label is in Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that would be awesome. I saw so many Halloween photos of people who went as Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I would just so wear a tie many. and handcuffs. Oh. I saw a lot of identity thieves. Oh, that's funny. They would just wear a black suit with those Hello My Name Is. Oh. They would just write a bunch of different names. <laughs> no, most people just um, pinned paint swatches to themselves, like f gray paint swatches and said, I'm Fifty So no bondage gray. No. That's weak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are kind of missing the whole point of it. Right. It's the opportunity to walk around with handcuffs all night. You should totally do I did that. that just handcuffs. in college. Before Fifty Shades of Grey even came out? Yes. It was a twisted fairy tale theme. And, and so who were you? I threw together a costume very quickly, and I went as Prince Bondage. Had handcuffs. You should have gone as James Bondage. Nice. Oh! But well, that's not Disney. That's not fairy tale. That would have been good. Neither is Prince Bondage. It was really tough. It was actually pretty... Touche. Well, it's Prince Charming with a take. Um, it was really tough because I was actually... I had handcuffed myself behind the back and I would hold my drink and then I would get cute girls to feed me my drink, which was fun. That was tough or that was your pickup line for the night? That was my... Well, it was tough to drink, which is oh. why I had to get all the cute girls to feed me my drink. And fortunately or unfortunately, none of them roofied me. Oh. I know. Or they did and you just don't remember. I mean, he was already handcuffed. What harm could he possibly do? I'm learning things. <laughs> no, I just meant Wait, about you in general. All right. Well. Something about this is bothering me. I don't know where Percassi, 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 I don't know where. Percassi. I like that one. I All think right. it's Percassi. Sounds like Percocet then. Yeah. Can we just go to the brewery? Sure. I mean, it could be like Pittsburgh. Dashing rogue on the road. You guys could be part of the next batch of uh, Blood and Guts. Oh, oh that's terrifying. I like it. And I'd be like, who you is know, this taste to go? like? <laughs> That's gross. Doubly. Doubly. Uh, number one, it was gross when he said it. Number two, it was gross when I realized what you were thinking. That's where the doubly gross comes from. <laughs> I was going to make podcast inappropriate comment. All right. Don't. I will not. All right. I kind of. Nah. All right. Well, we were talking about vegetarians and vegans earlier. I'm done. <laughs> And how they won't repopulate the earth. They just... I think they taste better. <laughs> In like a cannibal sense. I'm sure that's exactly what you meant. I'm sure that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> are we approved for this level of rating? No. Or all I'm going to say is I love how... Oh, they're not far from Doylestown. Oh, that's close. Not far at all. Who, vegans and vegetarians? Or... <laughs> There's no vegans and vegetarians in Doylestown. <laughs> Probably true. It was just that ten minutes we ago... We go to Shaving Grace. Yes. But you look so good right now. You don't need that. Well, we could go in a month. <laughs> when he's looking haggard. <laughs> that he could happen in days. <laughs> it's just that 10 minutes ago, you were like, hey, listen up, lawyers. I might want to sue for this great idea that I have for a new movie. I hope you're not listening, lawyers. I just made some really inappropriate remarks. Yeah, isn't this supposed to be airing on the Family Learning Channel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. 
It's only 50 minutes away. Wasn't wasn't Honey We could leave right now. TLC. We yeah. could be there in 50 minutes. That sounds awesome. It's early enough. We could go. What time is it now? This post daylight savings time thing is really confusing. Can we drive out there and ask them what in the heck is in this beer? You're like, guys, guys. Seriously. Guys. Which one what, of your brewers screwed up and got thrown in with the match? Uh, because yeah. Well, okay, so I should mention that for me, the reason this speaks to, I guess, Halloween uh, is there's a chainsaw on the front of it, which just makes me think of Evil Dead or Army of Darkness, which is a phenomenal B-movie. Um, and I, I don't even know if they're trying to reference homage that. Or whatnot, but a lot but of people. But it's called up. blood and guts, yeah. so it's not inappropriate that they put a chainsaw on. No, the although most people, I mean, there's not a lot of like chainsaw hacking up going on. Thankfully, I mean, there's a Texas it's not chainsaw a massacre. Subtle so could be that. It's I'll say for this, weapon. this is interesting. You don't like it though. I wouldn't be able You're to drink a bottle it of it. So I'm really slowly. getting, I'm really getting beef jerky. I don't get, I don't get the smokiness at all. I don't get the meatiness at all. That's, I was willing to give you skin of a tomato. That was the meatiest that I got. Maybe willing a, to give me that? I didn't say that. Maybe. This is like crazy guy on beer advocate. I still think that. it tastes like Steve. Like Steve got mixed up with the uh, the the mesh rip. You're gonna go out and meet the Free Will's brewer, and he's gonna be like, "Hi, I'm Steve," and you're gonna go fall so. Where did be, your other arms he's go? He's gonna be missing a hand, and we're just gonna be like, <laughs> "Whoa, guys, true." So happy Halloween! It's a true, week late. it's you. He has a chainsaw in his one hand. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, awful, but awesome. Yep, I only had one hand. I would totally have a custom-made chainsaw to fit on the stump of my other hand. But what would be more useful, though? And a boomstick. Hook. Or chainsaw. Look, I don't need really? the chainsaw all the time. Was that, a, would be, was that an actual uh, question? Clearly, the I'm chainsaw thinking, would be more useful. What can guys, a hook do? Your guys. The chainsaw in the bathroom. Can't do wouldn't better? it be a little scary to have a Hold chainsaw? A it wouldn't always be on. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And the thing about a chainsaw is literally it's just a chain when it's not moving. I mean, how would you go to sleep with a chainsaw that was just always on? That's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, he's Ian. Like Have you met over. him? It's a super. I do power. sleep pretty awesomely. Good. Good luck with love making, though. Some... I mean, like. <laughs> not hot. Just gonna speak as the girl in the room. Probably not. That would be really creepy. Like, I mean, no there's, there's certain moves that would just be out of your repertoire at that point. Well, and also just like getting a girl into a room with you with a chainsaw <laughs> as a hand that was on. <laughs> no. What if you were like, handcuffed behind your back? <laughs> well, then I'd probably lose my ankle or something. <laughs> Sounds highly right. dangerous. So, I, Ian, I feel like you liked that beer considerably more than Max did. I feel like that's probably a valid assessment. And you know, I'm a big fan of sours, but there's something... It's not that sour. It's not sour. It's this... a little tart. It's a little jerky. But, but it's sour cherry tart, not over-the-top tart i bought my neighbor so i i'm trying to be a good neighbor you know that this is a lot of a lot of personal growth for me and uh my neighbors said to me last week oh my god you're the best neighbor ever and I just had this moment of you don't you don't know. Shannon was the first neighbor that this person I was actually just say saw like or met. Either killed or never had neighbors because before. there's right. about forty minutes between them and the rest of civilization. It's pretty so far. About a half an hour later, it was it's Friday like a whole night. It was Friday night, and I was making bread pudding for twelve. And uh, they said we might just stop down. We're going for a drive around the block. I'm like, now I know we're in the country. That going for a ride around the block is what you do on a Friday night. But it's a big block. A <laughs> Kill me. Like, wait. Like, kill me. A good 20. I'm well, they were. Man. The reason they did it, I learned later. They had is... to pick up flour and sugar from their closest neighbor. 
They had an antique car, so they wanted to take it for a ride. It was like a borrowed thing for the weekend or whatever. So they just wanted to go riding around in their antique. It was a blue truck, actually. Going to Lancaster then. I don't... Anyway, Good they showed up. Tap house. And I gave them a whole tray of mushrooms stuffed with sausage and herbs because we had that left over. Dang it. What? Well, when you came, I knew there was a reason I wanted to go back into the kitchen, and we did not end up going there, and it was because there was free onion rings. Jennifer had onion rings that she was going to get rid of. What kitchen? We stopped the tasting room. Kitchen. I haven't been there yet. Now I'm upset. <sighs> there could have been onion rings. Onion rings with Indian food? That would have been down. like... We could have dipped it in all the sauce. And some Done. You let me down. We could go back. We totally... So anyway, I was talking to Bill... Neighbor Bill. Yeah. Um, about beef jerky? No, about beer. Nice. About blood and guts. he likes to say... Is this Neighbor Bill that I met? Or yes. the sheriff? No, this is Neighbor Bill that you met. Yeah, the, the sheriff's an, in the mesh. The antique steam whistle. I, Our conversation tonight makes officially no sense. Like, I can barely follow it. God bless our listeners. I'm doing great. Our right. conversation, like this beer, has <laughs> no, no clearly defined I'm purpose. I'm not a baby tomato. So... Every time Bill gets a new beer, he either takes a picture of it or he's or he sends me the name of it so he can brag like, "Oh, is this any good? Or what do I need to know?" And so his wife's gonna help take care of the dog when we go on vacation. And I said, "You know, what does your wife like? Because they they are vehement; they will not take payment in any form." And I was like, "Well, understand that me paying you in beer is not paying you. That's just me sharing my love of beer with you." Right. I would do that anyhow. It just so happens that you're doing a favor for exactly. me. Exactly. So I said, "Well, what beer?" does your wife like and she, he said she she doesn't it's like okay what does your wife drink and he goes you're gonna die a little bit wine coolers nice and so i asked and then your question was when are you getting divorced <laughs> drink no. it or give it up when does your wife turn 21 no oh. um, that's kind of darling i think they've been married about 33 that is adorable years so and he still calls her his bride all the oh, time. Oh, that's He's adorable. Like, My bride and I are going to breakfast. Um, drink it or give it up. So I took... There's some glasses over there. You could pull one out. I'll drink it. Somebody's going to drink it. Yeah. We don't waste well, around here. i got to do one more, it's, at least, just to see if I can actually really... It's do, no do like fantastic voyage. It's no fantastic voyage. So I took it's her... more fantastic than that. I took her a few Lambics today to yeah. see if that would... It's not bad. It's just... I just don't want to drink it. <laughs> I just don't know what the hell I'm drinking. Oh, on which note, I got a gift pack with the beautiful um, Lambic glass, the Lindemann's glass, the nice tall, like, looks like a... The cordial glass? Yes. Um, and I looked on the shelf. It was um, at Wegmans, actually. And... There are two. There was um, the Frambois and the Apple one. I don't remember what the Apple one is oh, called. Oh, I do palm. like a nice framboise and Probably, probably palm. Perfect. Apple in French. Uh, and I said, well, maybe she doesn't need the glass. Let me find out what it would cost to buy just the two bottles on their own. And it was cheaper to buy it with a glass. I was just, I imagine that would be the case. So, oh, I accidentally gave you the biggest pour. I'm so excited about that fact. <sighs> I hope it's delicious. Can I take a moment and say thank you, Jesse horrible. Hamill? Thank you, Jesse Hamill. Thanks, Jesse Hamill. You've been great. You're the best. Oh, it smells like ooh. All right. Guys, I'm pretty excited about this. You're welcome, first of all, because I'm sharing it with you as a <laughs> gift for me. Um, because he's awesome. Which, as soon as I got it, I was like, we have to podcast about it. <laughs> uh, so this is 
Uh, Full Sail, an independent brewing company that employs 47 owners is what it says, which is cool. I guess they're all equal partners on some level. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, Wawa is owned by the employees. Redner's Warehouse Market is owned by the employees. Basically just means it's not a publicly traded company. Cool. We're not here for an economics lesson. Yeah, this is an imperial stout that was brewed in February of 2012. And it has spent uh, more than a year aging in bourbon barrels from Kentucky. uh, Among which I believe I said Maker's Mark, Four Roses, and... Four Roses? She sounds so delicate. Hmm. There's one more, but I can't remember it. Uh, So yeah, this has been sitting for a year. I've been on a big bourbon barrel aged kick since... Bourbon County Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout. Maybe the first time I had one. And I was like, what is this? This needs to get in my mouth all the time. Can we take a moment? Phrasing? And reflect. I said what I meant. On how disappointed I was to miss the second year anniversary party at the Greeks in Narberth. Because they sent out their draft list. And it was perfect. I missed it too. And I was down the road. Yeah. It was. Oh, What was I doing? I don't remember. It was just, it was basically like 14 beers where you wanted all of them. They had bourbon county We could have made our own Firestone blend. Yeah, right? They had a couple different. Just Dump pour, them all oh in. Pour all of this into one cup, please. And they just kept saying, we're really sorry because they always do half-price growler Mondays. I'm like, we can't do half-price growler Mondays on these utterly fantastic beers. I can't blame them. Um, that would have been awesome, though. I just... It, I, two or three days in a row, I got the email that says, this is what's on draft like right now. Really, you should come I'm out. I'm not going to lie. Ian, the first thing that I'm getting on the nose of this is raisins. He's not He's not untrue. I'm getting the bourbon more. I'm getting raisins. I'm not sure if it's raisins, but it is a, another dried fruit, like a, like a fig. fig. Or... Yeah. It's not pedestrian enough to be fig. My boss. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh... So I made, uh, over the weekend, I made a pear and gorgonzola tart with almond butter and shallot. And it's on puff pastry. It's really nice. And I took the leftovers into work, and my boss took one bite, and he goes, it's pretty awesome, but it would be more awesome with a little fig jam on the bottom. You could, yeah, spread right on the bottom. Yeah. And I, honest to God, I looked him dead in the face like, do you listen to the podcast? How did you know that was even You should have said, mm, that's a little pedestrian. That would have been You asked him, you must not have your license. <laughs> that's how pedestrian you are. <laughs> but he wasn't. Did you walk to that conclusion? <laughs> <laughs> I took one bite after that and went, no, he's dead on. Like, it, it will be fantastic. No, you sent me that text and I was like, yeah, it would actually be pretty good. And then I said, but maybe something a little less pedestrian. Yes. But my first thought was like, that would be excellent. Like a nice like tamarind paste. It's um, it's not as rich as I was expecting based on the flavor. It's very... Hmm. Or uh, smell. Sorry. I was going to say, based on the flavor, that <laughs> sentence just like didn't make a lot of sense to me. The smell was very rich. The flavor was not. It's very stouty, but I'm not picking up as it's much more like as a, I expected. It's not a very imperial stout. It's more like a dry English stout. This is... 10-something ABV? I mean, it smells almost like... 9-6. It smells like fall and winter fruit. 9.84. Like plums. The visions of sugar plums it is very dancing pruny. in your head. I love how we went from, like, summer to Christmas. This is actually, all things considered, a very English podcast. This is a very English-style stout. We started with a very English-style IPA. We didn't speak a lot of other languages in the last 40 minutes. Gewürztraminer. 
don't know. What we're just talking That's about. Fig jam. Fig jam seems very British. That's true. That's very true. I bet they've got jars of it everywhere. It's not, all right. So subsequent sips are it's sort of building. It's it becoming does build a little bit. more satisfying. It's almost a little watery, though, for uh, Imperial Stout. It is. And that's, I think, leads. The um, legs, though. I mean, look at look at it cling. I mean, that's such a. And flavor-wise, on the, on the tasting of it, I actually get a lot of coffee. Definitely. I, for a year in a bourbon barrel, a I'm surprised. Plus. Yeah, I'm just surprised. That it's good bourbon not... barrels. Apparently, this was the Four Roses bourbon barrel. Because it's delicate. I've just, I've never had it. Oh, Four Roses is excellent. It's awesome. And it's probably, they used all of them and then combined and then, I doubt there's like the Four Roses version and the Maker's Mark version. The exhale is the only blended. place I really get the bourbon. I get it on the nose. Well, yes, I'm sorry. I do on the initial the swallow phrasing. Um, I'll get like a little bit of a bourbon kick. Um, and then it's actually a really nice, clean, smooth finish with not a lot of aftertaste. Light in body, very carbonated. It's not a very viscous stout. Mm -mm. No. Um, it's a very clean stout. Um, Which you don't. I would I would err on I wouldn't say it's watery but you know if uh, if say half and half is a super viscous stout this is somewhere around two percent that makes which sense. is pretty watery it is compared to compared to uh, older viscosity for almost ten yeah, percent I would very it's way 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 lighter but flavor wise it's actually pretty decent the flavor is nice the nose is a little misleading I do like I do like a little more. We'll call it viscosity. A little bit more chutzpah. In my stout. Yeah. I think that's part of why you like stouts more than porters, just because they have mm -hmm. a little more body to them. Got body karate. Stouts you can chew on. Yes, and I like to chew. And this is when you go back to Guinness, which is a third of the ABV of this, but it's you have to chew it. You know, it's very creamy and very thick, and when it comes out of the draft line, it looks different and everything. Guinness isn't actually a stout. It's just ground up Irishman. It's a dry Irish stout. It's just it's Guinness the blood and guts of, of. As far as Ireland. I know, I mean, I mean, you can interchange Murphy's. Um, you can inter uh, Beamish, Schmidix. Um, uh, Schmidix is nothing like the other it's, three. It's they're they're Irish stouts. They're in a category. Schmidix is no stout. The Schmidix stout. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get on a roll here with stouts. But it's, it's basically Irish stouts um, are very different from English stouts, which are very different from imperial stouts. This does not taste like an imperial stout. Mm -mm. I would, if, if that bottle had no label on it, I wouldn't think that I was drinking. I would almost... Black IPA? Maybe. I would say either a black IPA, maybe a porter. I could go, I mean, I could see a stout out of this. Can I say something but that might, not an imperial stout. might offend the professor? I don't think it has enough body to be a porter. Why would that offend me? I hate porters. But I'm saying this imperial stout is so weak that it couldn't even be a porter. It couldn't be a porter because there's no... I, I'm not getting any roast. I'm not getting any toast. Yeah. I'm not getting any coffee. I'm not getting any chocolate. Sounds like you're really hungry for breakfast. <laughs> oh, I want toast and coffee. And, <laughs> and some eggs. Oh, oh. I haven't had eggs in days. Eggs for days. <laughs> <laughs> We are friends. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was I. I actually. 
I certainly don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. It's not it a bad it's not a bad beer. The label description had me thinking I would be doing I kinda wanna go open like Berlin's barley wine and taste that. Now. I think you can today. Today is an occasion for which you can open a barley this wine. This is kind of I was expecting it to kind of creep out of the bottle. <laughs> like sludge. Yeah. I I mean honestly, like when you when you're giving it a description and, and the you know, that lineup, you know, aged in these bourbon barrels. Yeah. Right. It is specifically these bourbon barrels, and it's aged for this amount of time, and it's an imperial stout. I'm going to say they didn't do anything wrong. It's a fine beer. They didn't do anything wrong, but it's, but what, I think it's mislabeled. It's misleading, at least. If you couldn't see the color, what would you think it was? Oh, that's hard. Hold on. I'm going to actually close my eyes like it's going to make a difference. Like I haven't already had seven sips. This tastes more like a barley wine than anything, in my I, opinion. I'm thinking like a brown ale. Yeah, no. I'm thinking like a like real... Winona's, Winona's Big Brown. I'm thinking this This to me tastes... And you know what it may be? It might be... I'm really getting like that Heavy Seas nose. Like that Heavy Seas Mutiny. Yeah, Heavy Seas was the weird one. That's what that's I mean. the one with like the Cabernet bar- barrels or yeah. something. But right? it was an English barley wine. That's true. And I. that's what I'm getting more from this than anything else. And like, like every every descriptor that we just used to explain the body and the has absolutely nothing like, to do with stout. none of it well but none of it sounds like barley wine either other than the fact that it's dark I'm, no because i'm getting a sweetness out of this i'm getting a sweetness but i'm not getting if i can completely non sequitur this that was one of my very favorite moments when we were at the tria uh beer week event and he was asking all these questions and he's like well what is this like a lot and Cousin Max was like, barley wine. And he was just like, you, sir. You. Because, um, like, no one else in the room would speak up or say anything. And it was just like, I was like, our podcasts are learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's working. That's right. Because it wasn't long we after. We could go to, like, a week that... of beer school or we could spend two years drinking on a podcast, which would be. This is way more fun. <laughs> and I've tried way more beers in these two years than I would in a week. Leading, uh, leading me to uh, uh, bring back up, what was it? This is probably in the 20s or 30s of podcasts that uh, drink beer. It's the best way to yeah, experience drink all it the beer. and enjoy it. It's just drink beer. Laura, I was thinking that... Buy a bottle that you've never seen before and drink it. Do you remember episode three, Stout's Stout? Things that we've never done since because it oh, was just... Yeah, so that was a... Unmet. Well, how many other breweries sound like styles of beer it's not like there's somewhere on the west there's no coast brewery where... called ipa yeah that's Eepa. what i was gonna say you know we're like sour is sour oh dempsey's what um so i'll say the more we've done this the more i won't order outside of the box when i'm not at certain places because you're afraid of being disappointed because or... i'm pretty sure i will be disappointed like well and i have to be honest so jason even at jose's the other night like most of those beers and there was a lot of stuff i haven't had and i really trust their tap lists nothing blew me away and like half of it i had and the other half i was like i don't even think i want to have that and they brought me some stuff i'd never had and it was like fine but it wasn't so jason is in grad school right now he is going for information and data science because he's a smart kid uh he just wrote a paper on proposing uh, the importance of like a data scientist in a bottle shop scenario. 
And what I really, really loved about it is he did a ton of research that basically said, you know, there's more and more breweries. So many of them are mediocre. Mm -hmm. And if you are trying craft beer for the first time or you're someone new to craft beer that isn't... You don't want a mediocre one. You don't want to... He said you're going to ruin people in craft beer if they just go pick a label they like. Well, and and by the same token, though, we've had a lot of beers that it's like, wow, this is really great. But if we hadn't had all those other beers leading up to it, we might have been like, well, this is very overwhelming. Sure. There's a difference, but, but overwhelming, a beer being overwhelming doesn't mean that it's not good. Yeah, it means people, that I'm not ready for but it. But people don't like, exactly. And if you're not ready for it and that's your first one, I almost say you're better off having that, that mediocre There's beer first. There's a reason first. my college so, self drank peach schnapps and then I just had... You're so sad sometimes. Like, you make, if I were the crying sort, <laughs> right now, he'd be I weeping. would be weeping. <laughs> we were at a funeral today. Uh, yeah. And this, this is what, like. I'm going to go crawl into a hole now. I'm Peach not. I bet you just like drank it straight too, didn't you? No, or like you put it in, in like orange juice. Yeah. Oh. And then drank it out of like a 32 ounce slushy cup while I was IMing because that's what you did in 2002. Oh. I don't Everything you're saying. She was by herself so while doing divorce. this. That's why she was IMing. It's not untrue. Even the other people that in college were like. You're drinking what? Here's the thing. If you're drinking orange juice afternoon, especially like not on a brunch day, there's totally booze in it. So you're not like being clever. Nobody drinks orange juice It was juice in a 32 ounce cup. There was nothing clever about it. It was very doesn't matter. I'm just saying. I'd like to move away from this conversation. I just wanted to say that I... Because it's actually getting me a little depressed. Started with but, that and now I just had bourbon with my dinner because that was... I've grown up. I've learned. My palate has adapted so are you perhaps hinting at the fact that some of the beers that we've been mm, we've found lackluster mm-hmm. would be good starter beers not all of them but some for sure they would be less intimidating so a lot of the beers, beers you say eh this is an okay beer somebody you know Ian from X years ago would say this is a great beer sure. I love this beer because now I've I'm gone hungry back and for had more beers that I used to love and I'd be like oh it's not that good and I don't think it's because they stopped making it good. I think it's because Your palate is my palate. So now uh, I can't drink Dunkin' Donuts now that you've ruined me on Starbucks. My good friend Andrew you Herman. You can't drink sugar and cream that looks like coffee. It doesn't even look like coffee. It doesn't. It's slightly off color. My good friend Andy went to Vetri recently, and he and his wife went. I actually don't know how recently, but they went, and he was like, "We've become such foodie snobs." Because I sat there and I was like. It's okay. Yep. And he's like, and he'd been there when it first opened, and it was amazing. And I think it's a two-way street. I think they've probably lost something in the fact that they've been open for so long. I think they were probably very cutting edge when they first opened, and so there wasn't anything else like that. Right. But now you can kind of spit and get an amazing restaurant. They stayed the they same stayed doing cutting the same. edge. Exactly. They're uh, not bringing their A game And anymore. I think... Well, they're bringing the same A game, which is now like a B plus. But to an educated consumer, exactly. it doesn't come across as an A. Exactly. Uh, and their palates are just so much more, you know, and you said it was a nice time and like, but he was like, eh, I don't want to go we're, somewhere else. We are going to Florida. I packed eight pounds of meat because I don't want to eat out. I hope you, you can, can pack, pack it, yeah, fruit snacks <laughs> and... Uh, well, no, but it's, it's to the point where, like, unless I That's find a place... fine dining in Florida, isn't it? Yeah, right? Um, unless I find a place that is 
Well, and we're you not know, going to just find a nice Miami or anything like that. Like, right, we're exactly. going to be in Orlando, we're which hanging is hanging out in Orlando with some friends Disney for dinner, trap. And, and I'm sure there's a couple. Miami actually has some nice little spots. No matter what yeah. my mother-in-law says, I don't want Perkins. Like, it's just not. I'm actually trying to remember. There's a fantastic little Cuban diner right off the of ocean, uh, in South Beach, a... Miami. Oh, Miami and doesn't help oh, us. So we're good. not driving that far. Yeah. So good. Literally, right. you're looking out of the diner and you just see waves. Yeah. Ian, bikinis. Time Both. to make life choices. Nice. It's also topless. Which was your favorite? Topless. Topless was your favorite. <laughs> Not always. Yeah. Which Which of the three beers was your favorite? Uh, it's definitely a toss up between the moving parts and the full sail. Okay. I do like the full sail. I wish it had a little bit of a bigger body. Um. It's not quite the imperial stout I wanted it to be, but I did also have high expectations for it just because of the reading, the description, uh, and whatnot. Maxwell, I'm gonna say no, no, oh, I'm not oh. done. I'm He's gonna, monologuing. Let I'm gonna go with moving parts actually. For um, I think it's super creative. I think they did a great job of doing what they did. I mean, they went the English style, and I think they nailed it. Um, I thought it was very cool. I, I liked the, the tea aspect that I was able to taste. Um, the citrus undertones were really nice. I always love IPAs. So, uh, and also, Victory to me is a little bit like Sam Adamsy sometimes, where I think, not that they're resting on their laurels, but I think they're like, okay, the fact that they're so local is kind of like, huzzah. But very few of their beers moved me to be like, wow, this is really great. And I think they did a great job with this one. So I'm going to go with victory. Duly noted. Sir? <clears throat> All right. So free will was interesting. Um, it was, I'm still kind of baffled as to exactly what I was tasting in there. Steve. I don't know. Uh, other than Steve. But uh, it, it's, I mean, it was definitely interesting. I like, I like the idea that was going behind it, but I think that, in my opinion, I've had a lot of beer, and when I'm drinking, I want to be able to quickly define what it is that I'm getting out of a certain beer. It was too nebulous for you. It was. It was. I. It was. I have no idea what I was. What I was drinking. Um, the full sale was was interesting. I like the nose on it. It's very very British style. Like I said, it's somewhere between a stout and a and a British uh, barley wine. Um, like I said, the closest thing that I can really uh, connect it to would be the Fantastic, or not the Fantastic, oh. God damn it. Oh. Um, is the, uh, the, the Heavy Seas, was it the Mutiny? Yes. Was that the Plank 2? We've had two. That was an IPA. No, this was, this was on the Barley Wine barley podcast. Wine. Okay. Um, which I ended up thinking was fantastic. Shannon hated. Um, I'm but growing was, too, friends. But, it was, it, but, you know, it was... That that same, it's almost like a funky kind of fruit nose that you get off of it, and a surprisingly lighter body. So not like a real imperial stout. Um, I'm gonna have to say that although I liked the full sale, I can't give it my vote for this podcast because I I feel it was I I don't feel that this is a true uh, in, you know imperial stout. I don't think it's a good indicator of the style. Um, I think it's a great it's great beer. You can drink it. Um, good flavor, good nose on it, but it's it's not really living up to. And I'm I'm a huge fan of stouts, um, especially bourbon barrel stout, aged stout or just um, stout. stouts in general. Uh, but stout stout is also fantastic. Um, so I'm uh, like Ian. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the moving parts for this one. 
So before I asked any of you, I already had my answer. And sometimes I don't have my answer. Sometimes I'm <laughs> stalling like when we were ordering at a restaurant. And I just want you all to go first so that I have some time. Which is tough because you're a lady. Uh, yes. And some people are proper. Uh, I had already picked moving parts as my favorite. Um, a unanimous podcast? I know. Well, They're not that rare. And there was but, a bitter involved. But a bitter, a stout, and an English IPA. And we all went for... The reason for me was a little bit of what you said, and when you touched on it, I realized how similar our brains are sometimes, but it was all about expectations. And I was like, oh, it's victory. Oh, it's just a single IPA. What can possibly... And like the full sale from the moment I read the bottle, and from I was like, oh my God, it's good. Well, the only thing that's interesting about that is victory we both had low expectations for, and it was better than we expected, and so therefore we bumped it up in our opinions. The full sale, which we've never had any, any of their Let's beers before. Let's just call it half sale. We had very <laughs> half masked. <laughs> yes. We had very high expectations for, and it didn't quite match them. So like, I feel like they're, I feel like they really are. Like my toss up, it is a toss up because they're, I think they're, they're both, both very on, drinkable. If we were rating them, you know, blind or whatever, yeah. they would probably be about the same. The the thing that I'll say about the full sale and the the victory are both, they're very, they're very light. Despite being one being a single tonight. IPA yeah. and one being a bourbon barrel aged stout. Imperial stout, no less. They're yeah. both very light. All right. This was good. Welcome back, Max. It's been good fun. To have you back. Don't be a stranger. These are very clean looking shoes. Your ankles are, are covered new? tonight. I'm I'm so it's impressed. To get chilly out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not as young it's as I November. used to be. It's All November. Right. We look forward to doing this again next time on the road. So uh, if you have any Maybe we're going to stop on the side of 95. I would really, (laughs) I would really get a, I would really get a kick out of you guys going down there and checking them out. Because for me, it's been years since I've had them. And I remember them being, again, talking about like expectations and then reality. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll try your homebrewed. Holy crap. This stuff is great. Well, I mean, honestly, that's how I felt about Berlin the first time. Our next podcast might be... Us on the side of the road of 95 going, guys, you'll never believe it's it'll be, so It'll good. just be us podcasting after the beer. We yeah. can have Sarah drive. <laughs> and we'll just be podcasting in the car. That would be awesome. All right, That guys. would be awesome, actually. Can we do that? Until then, we, Jason's technical. We'll let him figure it out. Jason, can we do that? This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Love, Professor. And Cousin Max. We'll see you next time. <laughs>